Hello, everyone, and welcome to our latest hit of Rugby Nation. We've got a couple of Brumbies in the house to help Beth, you and I get through the next 20 minutes or so. We had Lockie McCaffrey early on in the piece, Darcy Swain and uh, Noah Lolasio. It is good to have you two on board. How are you doing? Yeah, we're going good. Thanks for having us again, guys. Um, you know, we, we had our first day of training today. So we, um, they basically just split us in groups of nine, four yeah. groups of nine, including the coach. So... Yeah, we're just slowly getting into it today and then um, up again early tomorrow. So, no, it's good to see everyone. And what was the first day of training? Like, what were you guys actually able to do? Um, oh, so y yesterday they took us through the logistics of things. They, um, they ran us around the, around the protocol of, um, like, entering the building, exiting the building, social distancing and that sort of thing. And then today was just a, a, a hit of speed and then went into the bit lowers um, and basically just in and out. So, no, no recovery or... Or socialising, anything like that. Just um, a few head nods to the boys, and, and just has anyone t tell me you didn't get any head nods for the heads that you've both got going at the moment with the hair? So that started at the beginning of ISO. Who else rocked up with bleached mops? There's a few of us. So it's me, Swaney, um, Tom Banks. Banks, he's got a mop of bleached hair, and uh, Connell, Connell McInerney. Yeah, originally Big Con's idea, he came around he came around our house with his missus and a, and a bottle of bleach and then um, <laughs> just yeah, hey, yeah. at least you didn't drink it like Trump suggested that would have been a real mess oh no way <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of the other things I saw guys uh, big Alan Arlantoa skipping his way in a training the other day so you've gone through some of the protocols and that sort of stuff in terms of social distancing. Darcy, I'm guessing our scrum practice is uh, a little yeah. ways off yet. I think the, the contact side of thing are um, yeah, put on hold at the moment. Big Lord would um, be, be furious about it, not being able to hit a few breakdowns and whatnot. But um, yeah, we're still managing, just doing some stuff, some pad work. So um, yeah, yeah, no one-on-one -on -one contact as, as of yet, but, um, but yeah, we'll move into it in, in, in a month or so, hopefully. And, uh, and just while we're talking about um the, the, the scene there, just um, behind you guys, the wall of the wall of jerseys there. Can you talk us through what, what's going on there? Go through it, mate. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> in 2015, when Big Benny Hine came down, he um, he sort of jokingly put a, put his debut jersey up when all the boys were around, um, around the mansion, we like to call it, uh, just down at local Tuggerong Vikings, um, the club that sort of looked after us, looked after us a lot um, down in, over the last four, four or five years. So... Um, yeah, Heine jokingly put a put a jersey on the wall, and um, and then I brought one out, and then he brought another one out, and it was just like a big, a big um, I'll have to see who, who had the, the bigger collection, but um, but yeah, it sort of just stuck around in um, window of fame, I guess. A few jerseys up there from Noah, myself, Tom Hooper, our, our housemate. Yeah. Who's got alpha status? Who's got the best jersey? Oh, man, cool. <laughs> no way. He hasn't got he hasn't got, he hasn't got twenties jersey up there. So I get them. Ah, there it is. I was waiting for that one to come out. Hey, no, that's a perfect segue to our next little bit. So before the season got cut short, you guys had that big win against the Tars. Brumby's looking fantastic. Can you run us through your start to twenty twenty and give us a bit more of uh, your background? We've seen. Dars do heaps when I've seen that kind of thing. He's yeah. kind of old hat compared to you. Run us through how you've ended up doing what you're doing with the Brums. Yeah, so um, I attended the Southwood School and um, when I graduated, um, I got an opportunity down in Canberra and tugging on Vikings with them um, just to play locally for the footy club. They sent me down here, um, accommodation, all that stuff. And then also Brumbies Academy. So I was just doing that for a year while working on the side and studying as well for 2018. And then... Um, 
got my first development contract last year during the 20s year. So I was in and out of the Brumby squad while doing 20s as well. And, um, you know, after doing that, it uh, gave me a good opportunity, obviously, with um, Christian leaving the open 10 spot. So, yeah, just um, put my head down, had a, had a good preseason. And, um, yeah, this year happened. And, you know, it's such a shame that uh, all this COVID stuff's happening. But, um, you know, I thought we were really on a roll there. But, you know, hopefully we can um, kick back on soon. Do you feel like you guys will be able to, to get back into that momentum now that you kind of have an idea, I guess, of when footy might be back? Yeah, I reckon the boys are, are trying to keep fit. You hope so, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I honestly reckon we can we can still keep our keep our momentum going through um whatever comp might happen because you know we'll we'll play some pretty good footy. So hopefully we can keep that up. Run us through what's been explained to you in terms of what that competition might look like, Darcy Swain. What have you got on the horizon? Do you think? Um, oh, so far, to be honest, we really haven't heard a lot. Um. Scotty's trying to keep it in the loop as much as he can. But from what we've heard, it's the obvious four teams that are currently in with Western Force and then the possible inclusion of, of the Sunwolves. So um, we're sort of just waiting on confirmation of that. And then sort of when we get the, the sort of um, go forth, we'll, um, we can start, I guess, training to, to some extent of how we want to play again. So, but yeah, that, that's just what we've heard so far. And all the teams that earlier this week were kind of, um, you know, they had a presentation, I think, from uh, Warren McDonald, the, the kind of chief doctor of Rugby Australia. What what kind of things did you guys take out of that? Or was there any, you know, questions and stuff that, you, that the guys had, you know, that came out of that? It was more just like protocols on what to do, what not to do in and out of training. So the, ba- the major theme for the next, what, three to four weeks, I'd say, is just get in, train and get out. That's really been um, driven from the Rugby Australia doctors. So, um... Yeah, so it's not, it's pretty simple, you know, you just get in there for a couple hours, do your gym, do your running, do your skills, and then, you know, go back home and be safe. So what does that look like in terms of how you guys, uh, I mean, there's no difference for you two because you're obviously living together. So there's other pockets of blokes in at the Brums that also live with each other, uh, Falau and, and Scotty's an example. So are they allowed to pocket up and hang out? Like, how does that work? Yeah, I, I think the way that they've structured it is so we're, do, we're doing position groups. So obviously myself and Noah aren't the same uh, position, so we don't we don't go in together. But yeah, for, for Scotty and Flower, they'd be in they'd be in together. Um, I'm with the long backs and, and a couple of back rowers and Pete, uh, Lockie McCaffrey, Big Bobby and, and Rome. So um, yeah, they're just trying to keep it um, in that sort of sense. But yeah, so I, I don't know what sort of if they'll structure it differently in the next coming weeks, but. Um, but yeah, I guess we're just happy to see the boys. Yeah. As, as of yeah, I bet it must be nice to hang out with them. Hey, speaking of long backs, uh, Noah touched on uh, Bruz helping him out and helping bring him through. Caden uh, Neville has come back in a Super Rugby. What have you learned from? Go, Caden. Go, Caden. <laughs> <laughs> he's um, no, he's a big unit. He's a very big unit. He he pushes the boys to to really rip in in gym time and and fitness wise as well. He's um, but yeah, he's, he's got a bit of wisdom getting around the field and, and definitely line out time. He, he's quick across the floor. So yeah, just trying to keep up with him and, and challenge him. And, um, and he's doing the same for, for all the boys really. So yeah, he's really added, added a lot this year. So it's, um, it's been good so far with Big Ned. Yeah. And what about, I guess, Murray Douglas as well, coming, coming to the club? What has he kind yeah. of, you know, given to you? Yeah. Um, well, again, he's, he's given us a lot of wisdom and he challenges us um, with myself to, to be in the top of my game. I've got a lot of older guys in front of me, so, um, you know, just trying to keep my head down and, and, and do all I can to 
to um to you know mimic them or or, or try and um try and yeah be a little bit better than them. But uh, but yeah, no, it's been a good competition of, of of boys so far. And young Frosty's freak athletic um, abilities, so he's always pushing the boys too. So yeah, it's been um it's been a bit different with the sort of um the leaving of carts and and big raw, but um. But no, I, th- I think we've done well to sort of finish the, fill the, fill the spots. And um, it's only, we'll finish the season. We'll sort of see how we go, I guess. But we've gone so 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 well so far at the start of the season. I mean, I'm, top five's really, really gone well, so. They were, they have. Uh, a lot of that thanks to the coaching of the Lord, Laurie Fisher, along with Dan McKellar. We'll get to those two in a second. Firstly, though, a chance for you both to throw a couple of teammates up in lights and a couple under the bus. Who's come back? as fit as when you broke up and who's come back and you've gone, what the hell have they been doing in ISO? Oh, I'm going to throw you on the bus. Yeah, I don't. Because <laughs> um, you know it'll come back. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, who's come back and you've gone, they are ready to play next week. Yeah. Oh, Big, Big Frosty's looking good. He's um, he's put on a couple of kilos. Like he's, um, he's still moving as well. So I'll, I'll give it to him. Like all, all the long backs have kept in good shape. So... You know, just a couple of elites in the team, but um, yeah, can't speak so well for um for a few boys, but I, I won't name. <laughs> don't don't throw them under. What about no? What have you got through the back line? Who's come back sharp? How's Solomon looking? Yeah, mate. I actually um, well, because we're not training together because we're in different groups, but um, this morning he was in the group in the gym before me, and I just had a look at him and I'm like, geez, he's even gotten bigger. So, <laughs> so um, no, he's looking really fit and you know powerful as ever. Um. Yeah, well, my group's all um, nines, tens, and twelves, so we're all looking looking pretty fit, I guess. Um, you know, everyone's keeping up on this skill. That's probably the main thing that we were probably concerned on, just getting hands on board during this time, because we obviously can't, you know, chuck chuck the ball around with our teammates as much. Only one or one or two people. So I wouldn't say that many people have um, come back unfit. But you should yeah. just say CO. I'm happy for just to hear. Was that Scotty CO? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> I don't want to break you from the bus. I'm still young, so I know I'll, I'll cop it when I get there. Um, Beth, I know that you wrote up uh, a couple of yarns in the lead up to, again, the break for COVID-19. Uh, Dan McKellar and his rising stocks in uh, Aussie rugby in terms of coaching. Guys, what more can you tell us about Dan and Laurie and how, I guess more in Dan's case, because you guys have been around for a while now in that part of the world in Canberra, how's he come on and what's made him become a more refined coach? Yeah, I think he's just a, I think he's just a good bloke. I mean, it's not, it's not um, any secret the way, the way he talks and, and holds himself. He's just, he's pretty, he's pretty genuine. He's, he's, he just tells you how it is. He tells you if you, if you're fat or he tells you if you're weak or tells you your strengths and weaknesses and, um, and you know, and drives you to be better every day. And the same goes for Lord and, and Huey, um, Murph. All, all the coaches really have a good, um, good relationship, I guess, with with us as players. Um, like I certainly feel like I could go to them and ask them honest feedback, and, and then give it to me. Like they really give it to me. So, um, but but yeah, I'd just say that. Just say that um, you know, honesty, and and when he does want to tick off and and blow blow up at you, like. You'll know there's a couple of times in preseason mm. where I was um, shooting below the ball and he was he was just feeding me. Boys would come off the field and say like, "He was right on you today, Darcy." And I'd just be like, "I can't do it." <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, yeah, Dan's really good. I reckon. I reckon he's just just straight up honest. Like as Swanee said, I remember there was 
couple times during preseason where I just, you know, I did a stupid kick or something. He's like, no, we're not at NRC anymore, mate. So he just, he, yeah, you know, he's not, he's not afraid to, but he cares as well, which is, which is really good. And so is, you know, I've had a lot of work with um, Peter Hewitt as well with Huey. And, you know, he's really helped with my um, individual development, you know, and I'm just, you know, every day, every day I try to get in there and, you know, they've always want me to get better at something. They've always like find ways for me to keep on improving on my game. So no, nah, you know, the coaching staff is, is really good. Dan's been part of that. The Super Rugby coaches talking about some potential rule changes and things like that, like scrum clocks and some yeah. set piece changes maybe. Um, you know, you kind of see that sort of creative thinking from him around the club or has he spoken to you about, you know, any ideas he has for rugby? Well, I've got no idea about scrum, so I'll give that one to Dan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, not really. I think he's, he's pretty focused on, um, on just improving the, the team as... Um, as as sort of per se like the, the competition and, and rules and such, um, yeah, there's there's not much talk of of, of rule changes or, or how he sees the comp. He's more just focused on you know what we're doing that that day and that point of time. Okay, boys, let me ask you this: We are nearing a commencement date of Beth. You were reporting during the week that it's kind of like July. Maybe we're looking at. We'll see. The Aussie side's going out at New Zealand starting mid-June. Who would you like to shape up against first in round one when you get back on the park? Well, we got we got told that, you know, it's highly likely probably the Tars. Yeah. Um, a grudge match. Yeah, yeah so... Kick off where we, where we left. So, yeah, Tars. And, and will, it be, will it be hubbed off? Have you been... So you've been told it might likely be Tars. Would it be... Will there be crossover between City and Canberra or will there be the one spot that each of the four or five, potentially six teams play? I'd say there'd be a, probably a home and away. We've okay. heard everyone twice, I'd say. And then finals. Mm. So, um, yeah. So, now, we, again, like, we don't, we don't really know. We're sort of just going with the flow of things. But we know that hopefully at the start of July we're, we're playing. I think um, on, on that travel stuff, I think Warren McDonald was talking yesterday about charter flights. And I think New Zealand are doing that where they're chartering flights on game day. So, it's in and out and that sort of thing. It's... Um, going to be some interesting travel requirements and I mean looking at that New Zealand comp as well they're um they're talking about like afternoon games for that reason like how much how excited would you guys be to, to potentially play like more Arvo games you know as opposed to those late night sort of ones well it's sort of like yeah, it'd be sort of like playing club footy again mm-hmm. you know, playing at three o'clock in the afternoon and then you know have the night have the night to yourself while the night's young so um no, be, I'm just really looking forward to playing playing for rugby again, to be honest. Um, I don't really care what time, what place. Just, you know, just get us out there. We saw, I think probably in the third week of this break due to the corona, uh, Beth, you may have even chalked it up around the chat where Dave Rennie had like a national identification program from some players he's got, had his eyes on. I believe Noah's name was in the mix. Mm, big fella. I yeah. believe so, yeah. Yeah, so run us through that. Have you heard anything from Rennie and the gang or have you heard anything via McKellar, Fisher and Hewitt just to say you're heading in the right direction, keep doing what you're doing? Yeah, that's just that's probably summed up perfectly there, Sean. Um, just, yeah, just a simple phone call. He's like, you know, he likes um, what I'm doing and, you know, don't get complacent. Keep, you know, keep, um, keep striving. Just don't sit on your hands during this time as well. And, um, yeah, so... I, um, yeah, so now we have had a good chat to Dave and, you know, he's really, really liked what I'm doing. So um, hopefully I can keep it up. Had much to do with um, Scotty Wisemantle, obviously coming in as, as the Wallabies attack coach, been around to a few of the clubs. Yeah, so while I was on the Gold Coast, he, he gave me a call as well, um, Wisey. He's just, um, 
just wanted me to send some clips of um, some drills that I wanted to try out. So, yeah, I did that. And, um, you know, he lives at Lennox Head. So he was, um, hope when the borders were going to open, he was going to come and do a kicking session with me. But I'm back in Canberra now. So, yeah, but no, he's kept in good contact with me. And he's, um, he's got Beric Barnes to give me a call as well, just, just to catch up on things as well, and like on kicking and kicking and stuff like that. So, no, they've been really helpful. What sort of what kicking, Noah? Uh, talking shots on goal or general uh, play? Uh, probably more general play restarts, I'd say, because you know, I'm still always ticking off my goal kicking. I'm working hard on that with um, Huey. So, yeah, just, um, just basic fundamentals, you know, just to get that extra meter or, meter or two. And, um, yeah, no, he's a really wise man, Scotty and Beric. You know, they both gave me a good, good call. And, you know, they really switched on and really looking forward to hopefully – Looking forward to working with them in the future. We can't wait to see them, can we, Beth? See them in action. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I think everyone's excited for a bit of footy to finally get underway. Yeah, 100%. You know, as we just, you know, there's only so much training you can do. Mm. So, yeah, I just want to be out there. All right, before we let you guys go, uh, I've got a couple of questions we're going to rattle through here. We'll get to uh, the way we normally round it out in just a second. Firstly, though, when the Restrictions are lifted. You're back to full contact. You're obviously in close quarters. Uh, who's the first teammate that you'll give a man hug to? Who you've been desperate just to reach out and embrace? Yeah, mine's definitely Lockie, Lon- Lockie Lonigan. Nos. <laughs> <laughs> and why? Because, <laughs> uh, you know, we're both, we've both been through the system together. I've known him since school. And, um, you know, me and him are just are good mates. And, you know, I saw him today and, you know, it was just, it was so awkward. I just couldn't give him a touch or a hug or anything. So it's really yeah. weird, eh? Cause you're kind of mm-hmm. sticking your hand out. You kind of, oh, you sort of like, 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 oh, we can't. We can't. Oh, oh, oh. Swain, yeah. who have you got? Oh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not the hugging type, but uh, <laughs> probably. <laughs> you kind of do it for a job when you put your arm around a bloke and pack it down every yeah, scrum. Yeah, yeah. Different. Uh, it's uh, probably Big Bobby. Big Bob Valentino, I'd go give him a slow one. He'd hate, he'd hate it, but like, yeah, I'd just smother him. Lucky you've got your wingspan because there's a lot of Bobby Valentino to get around. <laughs> <laughs> His shoulders are enormous. Yeah, he's only getting bigger than Big Bob. Okay, so... Uh... To wrap things out, guys, or round things out, rather, normally what we do with our guests is we give them the opportunity to pull out a classic game that we can roll in next week on rugby.com.au. So last week, our former Brumby, Matty Lucas, and his wife, Alicia, picked out a couple of games. We put them in. Um, this weekend, we've got uh, Springboks 49 zip against. Australia too good for them. Uh, but we're looking ahead to next week. So we've got this week covered off. And next week, you two can choose what two games we send our man, the fan man, into the archives to find with the help of Beth Newman. What do you got? Does it have to be international games? It can be anything you want. It just can't be World Cup or Olympics. They're the only two provisos. You think that we have the rights to. That's the only proviso. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I'm sure um, James Slipper wouldn't mind it, but uh, putting up the 2011 Super Rugby Grand Final with... um, Queensland Reds. Nice. I reckon that's a... That's that's a, a that we can find that one, Beth. No problems. Yeah, we've actually shown that one's probably the most popular one. We probably should just play it every weekend, to be honest. Up, yeah. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> oh. Swaddy, what have you got? So, round, I think round one, 2016, Brums versus Hurricanes. When, oh, yeah, that was a cracker. When Brums beat the Hurricanes, I think, oh, 
Oh. It's like 60, 60 something to. I remember it well. Story, and then yeah. I went on a winning competition off the back of that for me. Yeah, the games team. Yeah. All right, done, mate. That's an easy one. They're two easy ones to get for uh, the two of you. And you'll be able to watch those on rugby.com.au. Uh, Noah and Swaney, we cannot wait. Honestly, Beth and I just cannot wait to see you both back on the field. We love what the Brumbies were doing before the break. We can't wait to see it continue. And hopefully, everyone comes up. Uh, a peg or two after long break on the other side and uh, we just hope those restrictions get lifted so that uh, you know I can give Lockie a big hug at training. Yes, uh, I'm sure you'll be waiting for me. So, yeah, hopefully everyone's um, doing, doing safe and well during this time as well. I know it's a hard time for everyone, you know, financially and, you know, emotionally as well. So, you know, hopefully on behalf of the Brumbies and me and Swaney, we hopefully everyone's doing well and, um, you know, hopefully we can get to the other side. Good on you, boys. Thanks for stopping by Rugby Nation, and we'll see you soon. Cheers, guys. Thanks, guys. Take it easy.